and welcome to episode three of Psychic Today with Jill Roberts. And today we're going to continue with the self-care, self-love theme to help you on your everyday activities as well as helping you get through the upcoming holidays. So today, not only am I going to be talking about self-care, but I'm going to include the most popular divination tool, the tarot. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. So with tarot, first of all, it's a wonderful first self-care tool because it provides clarity. And the best part, you don't have to be a seasoned reader to use the cards. Pulling a card or three can help reframe your current situation and give you more perspective. Self-care in all its forms really offers us a way to shift, to move out of fear and back into being present. Being in the present moment is so vitally important, especially when it comes to self-care, self-preservation and self-love. If we're constantly looking back or trying to look forward, even though with tarot, you get the fortune-telling aspect of what the taboo of what it used to be isn't what it is now. So <clears throat> let's talk about what the tarot is and what the tarot isn't. The tarot is not, like I said before, a fortune-telling tool. Yes, there's some of us mediums and light workers and shamans that can call upon spirit or our ancestors or spirit guides or guardian angels to help us while reading for somebody. So if we would do tarot spread for a client, I normally would not only just pull the cards and do the spread, but I would utilize my mediumship abilities and my psychic senses, also known as the Claire's, um, into my reading. But what the tarot is, it's a mirror that reflects back what you most need to know in the present moment. <clears throat> this is by engaging archetypal energies. We're able to unravel past and see the present more clearly so that we can examine what the future could hold. Again, we tarot and we're talking about pulling cards for the future, there's so many different forks in the road and decisions you're gonna be making. So it's the future card could, you know, most likely be what could possibly happen. So don't forget that. Whenever you're getting a reading from someone, a tarot reading, or if you're learning and doing it yourself now, just know not everything is written in stone. We do have free will. <clears throat> okay, but with tarot, we're rather getting into contact with our higher selves. And through this, we can find what we already know, but have been unable to access or admit to ourselves. By seeking clarity rather than conviction, the cards will provide the answers of our situation and a way to deal with our fears rather than run away from them. 
So the tarot consists of 56 minor arcana cards and, with four suits, and there are 22 of them. If you're just getting to know the cards and find remembering 70, 78 different meanings daunting, just let go of the need to know with certain truth what a specific card means. Try and use your intuition. That's the most important part because this is kind of a second part to episode three, which was um, using your intuitive abilities to help you with self-care. So this is just using your intuitive abilities for self-care and a divination tool. So, you know, if you're new to the tarot, I have a couple of suggestions for two decks to get you started. The first, of course, is the Universal Rider Weight deck. It has universal themes, and the imagery of the cards are very helpful to figuring out what the meaning is without having to memorize them or constantly look them up in the little um, booklet that comes with it. <clears throat> and of course, with every new deck, as you become more seasoned, you will be reading through those guidebooks because it's not always the same. So the Three of Swords in one deck could mean something completely different in another. Although that card kind of, you know, is a tough one. It kind of can't mean anything else. But there are different numbers of cards in different tower decks, but it's supposed to be 78. So just know that when you're going to look to buy a deck. So, of course, the Rider weight is a perfect first deck. And then, what just came out recently, um, I believe last month, I actually pre-ordered it in August, is the absolute perfect starter deck. And it's by Angie Green called The Simple Tarot. And this is an amazing deck to learn with and practice with. It has the main themes from the Rider Waite with keywords written directly on the cards. Easy peasy. You can't you can find this deck at thesimpletarot.com and that's all one word the simple tarot T H E S I M P L E T A R O T dot com. Even though I've been working with tarot for over twenty years, I absolutely adore this deck. I mean I love to teach people tarot. So for me getting this deck, and it comes with a beautiful little um, velvet pouch and a companion book, not just a booklet, an actual book, to help you get started. And it's the perfect deck. I mean, I would get the both of them, honestly, because the universal, the universal right away is important. And luckily with the Simple Tarot, she uses the same... Um, ideology and themes throughout that deck. So you could see, take the cards and put them side by side so you can get all the imagery that's in the um, paintings of the writer, the writer weight, the illustrations there. Um, and then look at the simple tarot and see what the main theme is. So for strength, you know, you have a lot of different little things in the background of the Rider Waite, 
Whereas in the simple tarot, you'll see a big lion's head. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the difference. So it's good to have them both, and they're not expensive. Tarot decks are, there's like so many different types. I mean, from fairies to, for me, the Arthurian tarot. Um, I mean, every type of subgenre you can think of, there's a tarot deck for it. So there's a couple of decks you should keep away from when you're starting out, especially the trendier decks. The Wild Unknown is one of them. The Wild Unknown is a wonderful deck. Don't get me wrong. I'm not putting it down. But for beginners, you'll be lost. I mean, there's the illustrations are a lot of lines. The court cards are represented by animals. It just is very confusing, even for seasoned readers like myself. I still have a problem with uh, the Wild Unknown. Not that I don't care for it. I think it's a beautiful deck. But it's kind of um, a little bit too minimalistic, believe it or not, for me. Um, another deck I would keep away from is um, the Wildwood Tarot. Let's put the word wild <laughs> in my two decks to, you know, try and keep away from in the beginning. The Wildwood Tarot is not just a regular tarot deck. It's an actual spiritual journey. So you go from point to A, and it's kind of um, circular, where you go around and you go through the different stages of life and the different life experiences to get you where you are on your enlightenment awakening journey. So that I would save for after you're reading the tarot. So... Again, we're going to talk about what it is and how to use it. So what you can do, before you look up the meanings of the cards, look closely at the art. Meditate with the cards. Do a little journal, journaling if you have the time. And trust the meanings that come to you. This is all using your intuition. You cannot be wrong. Again, there are pictures telling a story. So don't get nervous, you know, thinking, oh, I've got to look up. I was like that in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, it was 20 odd years ago, but I would look up every single um, meaning and the reverse meaning of it. And I just became so overwhelmed that I was working with just the logical side of my brain as opposed to the intuitive side. So, you know, you really want to kind of just Take time and build a relationship with your cards. You know, that's when it's most beneficial. And that's when true clarity can emerge and you can help heal yourself. So, you know, the tarot remains a popular and powerful tool because its meanings are an innate part of who we are. So the major arcana is just that, major. These are the pivotal moments in our lives. According to Rachel Pollack, author of 78 Degrees of Wisdom, there's three levels to the major arcana that can help clue you into the card's meanings. So the first part is the outer light, and that's card zero, the fool, to card seven, the chariot. And as I'm going through this, I'm just going to give you a brief definition of each card 
one word for each card as we're going through the three levels. So outer life, card zero, the fool, to card seven, the chariot. So fool, card zero, is a leap of faith. Card one, the magician, which is manifestation. Then we have the high priestess, which is intuition. The empress, which is fecundity. The emperor, taking up space. The hierophant, structures. The lovers, visible and vulnerable. I love that card. It's such a wonderful card. And the chariot, which is victory. So now we're going to talk about stage three, which is the inner life. Cards eight, strength, to card 14, temperance. So strength is facing fear. The hermit is sacred pause. The wheel of fortune is fate and free will. Justice is fairness. The hanged man is surrender. Death is release. And believe it or not, new beginnings. And temperance is rebirth. There really aren't any bad or negative cards in the tarot. Some people see the hanged man or the devil or the tower and they get freaked out and they think it means that they're going to die and it has nothing to do with that. So that's the inner life cards 8 to 14. And now the third level is enlightenment cards 15, the devil, <laughs> to card 21, the world. So the devil represents addictive patterns. And it doesn't have to be talking about addictions to drugs, but just addictive patterns that you have in your life, whether they be obsessive or patterns that you don't even realize that you're doing, or even belief systems. The tower is destruction. So it is a scary looking card, but with destruction, you can then build a new foundation and build up. So it's not necessarily a bad card. Again, if you're doing an easy three card spread, the card before it or after it or both will tell you what this card means for you. Um, then we have the star, which is healing the moon, which is the void, sun, which is clarity, judgment, which is resentment, and the world, which is completion. So those are the 22 major arcana cards. Now, the minor arcana. Um, there are more cards to these, but the major arcana offers us the details the hows, the whys of the energetic movements of the majors. Minors can show us the steps we can take, changes we can make, and what needs to be released. Each of the four suits has its own energy, and each card number and or rank has its own message. Using those two pieces of information, we can get a good idea of what a card means without reading its description. So I'm going to just go through the four suits really quickly. Um, cups is the element of water. Cups are emotion and intuition. Here we explore the full flow of our feelings and are shown a path to joyous connection with our emotions. 
cups ask us to go deeper into ourselves, to see where the feelings come from, and to differentiate between those emerging from our core intuitive nature and those that work in concert with the brain to keep us small and afraid. So with everything, go with what your gut is telling you in all situations in life, but especially with the tarot. Um, your intuition is going to be key. Then we have the suit of swords, which is the element of air. And swords are mental activity and brain chemistry. This is the suit of brilliant ideas and terrifying nightmares. We work through these energies to master thoughts and use the power to clear communication. The wands are the element of fire. Wands are passion and creativity. There's a little bit of sex thrown in, but this suit shows us all sides of passion from the bursts of energy and creativity and enlightenment and ideas to burnout and being completely exhausted. Here we are learning to uh, we are invited to learn balance, and that's the balance in our lives, how to balance the passion and the creativity and the versus energy to the burnout. Then the last suit we have is pentacles, which is the element of earth. Pentacles, which some people call coins, are about the energy of the physical realm, so the physical realm here on earth. And that's money, family, security, and Gaia, the Mother Earth herself. Um, Pentacles teach us to create healthy boundaries while learning to receive what the universe is communicating and is offering to us. So each suit has 14 cards. There's an ace, then the numbers 2 through 10, and the four court cards. We can embrace generalizations about each rank and use those to find meanings across suits. So, for example, the court cards provide extra information because of their rank, and it has an element added to it. So it kind of makes that card a little bit more, um, a little bit more powerful, a little bit more, um, it has a little bit more meaning to it than a card that's, you know, a numbered card. Because, again, you have the element along with the number. So if the page of pentacles, for example, is earth plus earth, because you have the page, which is earth, and pentacles, which is earth, then it's a very strong grounding card. And if you have the page of wands, it's earth plus fire. So you can already see some potential differences based solely on what you innately know about the elements. So I'm going to go through a couple of or all of the definitions, just the quick definitions of the minor arcana based on the numbers and or ranks. So for aces, it's gifts from the universe. For twos, it's balance. For threes, it's integration. 
Four is boundaries. Five, struggle. Sixes, vibrancy. Sevens, our inner work. Eights, our apprenticeship. Nines, our mastery and creation and creativity. Tens, our culmination and transformation. Then we have the court cards and their elements. So we have pages, which are the earth, and that's youthful exuberance. Knights are air, which is movement. Queens are water, which is connection and intuition. Kings are fire, and that's capability. And it can also mean responsibility and in good ways. So over time, you won't need these keywords. But when the feeling comes, you got to trust it. Let your intuition go. Feel moved beyond what I can tell you or anybody else can tell you. And, and truly create your own relationship with the cards, whichever deck you get. I am going to, since I went through this pretty quickly, I'm going to um, put up the meanings to all of the cards, the major and the minor and the court cards <clears throat> on my website, which is, and it'll be the blog on my website, which is Psychic Medium, New York City, actually spelled out the blog is not NYC, it's New York City. So it's psychicmediumnewyorkcity.com, all one word, psychicmediumnewyorkcity.com. So next time we're going to talk about reversals, um, some different spreads, and how to read the tarot, how to ask a question, how to shuffle the deck, what to do, you know, discussing the question, preparing the deck. You know, it sounds a lot harder than it is, and it can be overwhelming with all this information that's being thrown at you. But believe it or not, you will find your own ritual with your deck and clearing your deck and working with your deck. So um, please feel free to leave a comment and tell me what decks you love because I have so many. It's almost become like an obsession, like my crystals, <laughs> um, because the, there's the, not only the, there's a different imagery per deck. So if you have a deck on fairies or dragons or whatever you're into, whatever you're into, there's a deck of tarot on it. And I'm not talking about oracle cards. They're, com they're completely something different and they're, they're not the same amount of cards. Oracle cards can either be 56 cards, 52 cards, 44 cards, and they're not read the same way. So don't get confused if you go on Amazon and you start trying to look at some decks. Um, that Make sure you don't get an Oracle card. Make sure it says tarot and make sure there's 78 cards. So that's my imparting wisdom to you today. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful next few days. And I'll be back to talk about more of what we can do. And don't forget to go on PsychicMediumNewYorkCity.com. I will be putting up the meanings of all the cards. And that way you can have it in front of you while you listen to this again. <laughs> or you can just take a look at them. And again, they're going to be brief 
you know, descriptions, one word, two words kind of deal. I don't want to um, overwhelm you with all this information. And you can go on Amazon and get cheap decks. I suggest um, the Rider Waite, absolutely. And the Simple Tarot, you would have to go on Angie Green's website for thesimpletarot.com. So have a wonderful next few days, and I will be talking to you soon. Still with self-care. <laughs>